Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. Besides helping us to make shows like this possible, you'll get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of access to exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. That includes stuff like premium podcasts like Tep and Step, access to all 61 years of the magazine in our digital archives, recruiting analysis, and must-see insight from the Dave Campbell's Texas Football crew. If all of that sounds good to you, we hope you'll consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe that's texasfootball.com slash subscribe and thanks for listening the texas football today podcast is brought to you by chocolate milk built by nature you can watch texas football today live weekdays at noon at texasfootball.com and on facebook and if you like the show subscribe to the podcast vendor of your choice give us a positive rating and tell a friend yes yes y'all from the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership, you're in beautiful Louisville, Texas. Oh, chilly. It's Texas Football Today, uh, a show that did survive the big weather last night. Did you yeah. get big weather? No, it was about two exits north of me. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we got we got we got hammered with it. My name is Greg Tepper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football a Magazine, TexasFootball.com, corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live at TexasFootball.com or on Facebook, or you're, I don't like, there's two people outside the studio, like, lurking. I don't like this. <laughs> or you're listening to us in the pod, or you're watching us on YouTube or Twitch, or you're listening to us on the podcast, which I need to update. Um, on the, um, <laughs> you've been saying on that the all po- week. podcast vendor of your choice, <laughs> yeah, I'm behind. Uh, and if I don't do it today, I, like, we're in trouble of it snowballing so the podcast will be up after the show i'm saying that on wax so that it gets done <laughs> either way thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show i'm sitting here seeing over there at the helm today making it sound good she is the duchess of the dorks she is ashley pickle over there in her jar hello ashley hello so what's this with what's this relationship with you and claus and pickles on twitter bffs you guys like we're tight, tight. they yes. follow me i'm one of the few people that they follow so we're it's actually tight like I'm serious about needing to ask for a sponsorship at some point. I think it's, we need to I think get makes, salespeople on. There's something that I, we can sponsor. I think it makes a lot of sense. It does. I think I think you I think you're a natural spokeswoman. Yeah, but Paul we're uh, yeah we're tight like yeah. legitimately. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. Today is Thursday, April 29th, 2021. 210 days until Thanksgiving. Episode 1155, 1155. This is the Scott Woodward episode? Steve Woodward. Woodard episode. Steve Woodard episode. Steve Woodard. Um, he pitched in 14 games in 2002. Cool. For the Rangers. On today's show, my friends, we're going to talk a little small college football. Huge game this weekend um, between Sam Houston and North Dakota State. We will talk with Corey Hogue, our small college insider here in just a moment to get the scoop on that plus uh, overall his thoughts on the spring season that was here in the state of texas and then back half of the show you've been waiting for it i'm so excited i we've, wore my shirt we've got you, you wore, she wore her shirt she wore her high school barbecue <laughs> shirt uh we're going to show you our trip to the texas high school barbecue state championships we finally edited the package we've been a little busy with a 400 page magazine so it took a little bit extra, extra time yeah but we're ready for you to see it you can uh you can through the magic of smell-o-vision you can enjoy <laughs> yeah um, i hope y'all eat lunch because yeah, if not you're gonna leave here and have to get lunch it's problematic so we will have our 
Uh, we will recap our trip to the 2021 Texas High School Barbecue State Championships coming up here in the back half of the show. Before you do that, do you have first four through the door? Oh, yeah. I forgot this time. Ooh, Good she job. was starting to call Corey. I got, yeah, I got excited about the, the barbecue video and lost my train of thought. Uh, it was Aaron Arbuckle, Tony Blaylock, Clint Fry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And Rob Hadaway. Welcome in, fellas. Hi, friends. Okay. Um, please consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at texasfootball.com slash subscribe. We are hard at work on the 2021 summer edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football. Uh, we send this baby to press in less than, in right at four weeks, right? It's four weeks from tomorrow, which is a problem because we've got a lot to do. Uh, please don't make our death be in vain. Become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider to get the 2021 Summer Edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football mailed directly to you uh, before it hits newsstands. That is, by the way, I don't know if people are familiar with this. That is the only way to get it online, um, is to become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. It's a subscriber exclusive. Mm-hmm. Um, is to is to become a subscriber. We do not sell individual magazines uh, like in the initial run that they come out. Like now, right now, if you wanted a 2020 summer edition, like you can, we, you can it. buy it at texasfootball.com on our store. But to become, uh, the only way to get it online is to become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. Otherwise, you're going to be running around to Walmart, Brookshire's, AGB, your local grocery store. Save yourself the trouble. Let us mail it to you at texasfootball.com. Subscribe. You also get a bunch of great online content, including a lot of great small college content. And that's what we call a segue. Well done. Uh, let's go to the hotline pickle. And let's bring in the small college insider for Dave Campbell's Texas football. We are joined by our good friend, Corey Hug. Corey, how are you? I'm doing great, Greg, but I feel like I'm uh, really just a filler until you guys get to the barbecue segment. Look, it, it was it, look. That's tough but fair. It we was, can always respect a person was, that knows their that's, place that's here. Self, that's self awareness, <laughs> and I appreciate it. It's one of the re- many reasons we love you here. Um, uh, we we appreciate you hopping on. Um, obviously, I think uh, in the small college ranks, all eyes are going to be on what's happening th- on Sunday in Huntsville uh, with, yes. when Sam Houston takes on North Dakota State. Um, uh, I, I guess I guess my first question for you is, do you have a read on this game? And if so, because I think from from the outset, like I think if you if you zoom into just twenty twenty one, you'd say, oh well, Sam Houston, they've been the superior team. They look like the team to beat. They are at home. But if you zoom out, this these two teams have a history, and it has not favored the Bearcats. It has not, and this game is so tough for me to pick the preview was very you know trying to make that prediction was really tough mainly because north dakota state has won eight of the last nine national titles but they're not the same north dakota state they're filled with freshmen they have played 31 true freshmen or redshirt freshmen this spring a lot of their great players are off to the nfl draft here starting tonight and so that's one thing. The other thing is they have one loss to Sam Houston in six meetings, and that was the only time they played them in Bauer Stadium hmm. where they'll be playing this week. The other part of this, though, is with North Dakota State knowing where they're at, it's ESPN. This is a national televised game. All eyes of the entire football world will be on that game on Sunday afternoon I don't know that Sam Houston has ever had a television crowd that size. 
Yeah, they're being on big ESPN is a different is a different animal. I mean, that's a, that's a. I think people are going to be aware of the scope of this game, and and all eyes are going to be on it. You know, all eyes you know, like like the NFL draft is going to be over. I mean, this is going to be the big sporting event uh, here on Sunday. I want to ask a little bit about what happened last week with Sam Houston in that they they run out to a twenty one nothing lead over Monmouth and then kind of have to hang on late. Um, it, it seems to me from the outside, and I didn't watch every every single second of this game, but I did watch a, a fair bit of it because uh, I turned it off when it was twenty one nothing. It seems to me that that the that for the first time this year, it, it felt like the offense for Sam Houston maybe hit a little bit of a snag. Um, is that concerning for you going into this quarterfinal matchup uh, with North Dakota State? Firstly, I think you have to give Monmouth a lot of credit, and I know KC Keeler did after the game. He is very aware of his team. It, he is, that's what makes him such a great coach. And by the way, he's never lost a home playoff game in his career, mm. and Sam Houston has never lost a home playoff game in the FCS playoffs. So there's that working this week as well. After the game, he was he gave a lot more credit to Monmouth because – the offense was moving for Sam Houston, but then Monmouth went on this long drive where they started taking advantage of some of the aggressiveness of Sam Houston. Sam Houston likes to play a lot of man and really come at you. And so they took advantage of that with some quick screenplays, some quick hitters. Uh, and that's that really changed kind of that dynamic of the game. They had that long drive, late third quarter, early fourth. They scored, and then they went for two. And that really kind of added that extra punch, and then Sam Houston went three and out on offense. Monmouth has the ball back, and before you know it, they're hanging on at the end. Um, he knows that offense has to be good this week, and that offense is going to have to stay on the field because they are facing a team that North Dakota State has injuries. They have a lot of – they started three new players on their offensive line last week, a lot of freshmen – but they still ran for over 420 yards against Eastern Washington with those guys making their first collegiate starts. So the Bearcats offense has to stay on the field. Talking with Corey Hogue, our small college football insider here on Texas Football Today. Get involved in the conversation at hashtag TF Today. Um, okay, so there were a number of other uh, teams, obviously 27 in all uh, uh, small college teams that played uh, you know, this year. Uh, here in the spring. I'm One thing I'm interested in is, is, is the season is over for... The JUCOs are still going on. They got a couple more weeks, uh, but then, uh, but but for everybody else, the season is over, with the exception of, of Sam Houston. I think when people think of small college football in the state of Texas, they think about Mary Harden Baylor. Um, there is no Division Three national championship this year. They went five and zero, and that's it. High five! Like we're done. Um, do you have a what? What is your read on what we saw from Mary Harden Baylor this year? as it pertains to what we may see for them uh, in just a couple of months when they tee off in the fall? Uh, first off, Mary Hart and Baylor has a defense. They yeah. always have a championship-level defense, and it's not going to be any different this year. The other thing is they had an, a quarterback, kind of a quarterback change at the end of the season, and that's going to be an interesting competition heading into the fall is who's going to get those snaps and kind of keep that offense rolling because uh, that's really the big key. If they can get that offense going, they've got a defense that's going to challenge for a championship spot again. So it's it's not a surprise that Sam Houston is is good. It's not a surprise that Mary Harden Baylor uh, was good in in their spring season. Um, but 
what team did surprise you? In the small college ranks here in the state of Texas, are there one or two teams that you would say exceeded your expectations uh, when it came to what we saw here in the spring? There's there's really two good teams. One of them is Incarnate Word just because of, you know, Cameron Ward, the quarterback. Nobody really saw him coming, uh, and he really came out and did a great job moving from a triple option offense to leading a potent, high-powered shotgun offense it was what he's done is incredible the other one is utpb they went five and oh and that win that last win they had at home over midwestern is the kind of win that can change that program for justin kerrigan moving forward it's almost that signature win they needed they've been improving every year and now they they seem ready to challenge for the top of that lone star conference which this year is going to be really interesting it most certainly will. And and finally, I want to ask you about one other team in the small college ranks that I think uh, got off to a hot start and I think surprised a lot of people from, from the beginning um, and maybe scuffled a little bit down the stretch, and that's Tarleton. Um, of course, making the move up to the FCS um, this year. Um, I'm interested in your overall takeaways from what we saw from the Texans, which at times looked really, really good and at other times maybe fell flat of, of, of what we were thinking they might be inconsistency that's the one word that really comes to mind for tarleton this spring they could play really well and then they have games the offense could just do nothing that defense is still pretty good but we also have to remember they're playing first year transition mostly a division two roster and the other thing in talking with with coach todd whitten they are really kind of transforming how they operate their program they're moving from in Division Two, they tried to what he calls stay old. They tried to get a lot of transfer guys, a lot of JUCO guys, stay experienced. Now he feels the best way to go in FCS is to go with a lot of freshmen. So they have brought in around 40 freshmen. They've used scholarships on. They had a big senior class in 2019, and they've replaced all them with freshmen. And when you have that kind of youth – it leads to the inconsistency, but considering it was year one of transition and they already were in the top 25, uh, there's good things ahead for Tarleton as they, as they move into what's going to be a great WAC conference. He's Corey Hogan. He's our small college football insider here at Dave Campbell's Texas Football. Uh, you can see his fine work at TexasFootball.com. Corey, really appreciate your time as always, my man, and uh, enjoy the game on Sunday. Thank you so much. I am going to enjoy the game, and I'm going to go ahead and click on here to hear about this barbecue because yeah. now you know it's time for me to get out of the way and let the good stuff happen. That's, that's <laughs> a smart man. Thanks, Corey. <laughs> Thank you. There he goes, Corey Hogue, our, call, our small college insider here on TexasFootball.com, Dave Campbell's Texas Football, um, and, and giving us some perspective on what we can expect to see Sunday and what we saw kind of overall in the spring. Um, really interesting to... It, 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 I don't know. Like, like the the read on this game is is that for North Dakota State, this is the year to get them. I, I mm-hmm. think they've won eight of the last nine FCS titles, something yeah, that's like that. Insane. It's it's. An, I mean, they have been the powerhouse in FCS, but because of all the reasons he listed, Trey Lance going to the NFL draft, mm-hmm. just inconsistency, injuries. This is the year maybe you can get them. For Sam Houston, look, they get him at home. Yeah, the, it's it's all set up for them. This feels like. And I know it's obviously a strange season because it's in the spring, but this feels like you gotta capitalize. You gotta capitalize. You have an opportunity here, and Sam Houston 
if they can capitalize on that opportunity, they'll be in the national semifinals. And all these games, all these teams are tough. All these games are going to be good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if they can get that offense kind of back on track and get Eric Schmidt going again, then I think that uh, they've got a great opportunity not only to to win this week, but uh, at that point, uh, be rolling into the semifinals with a ton of confidence. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we appreciate Corey Hogue, our small college insider, for being our guest here on Texas Football Today. We are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. You can like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. All right, Pickle. Uh, so last weekend, mm-hmm. you you grabbed me by the collar. <clears throat> yep. He threw me against the wall mm-hmm. and you said, Listen here, dude. We're going to Lano. And I go, Why? Fact. Why are we going to Lano? And you said, Because it's a magical place. <laughs> and also the Texas High School barbecue, barbecue <laughs> state championships are going on. I was like, Well, why did you just lean with that? And you were like, I wanted to intimidate you. Yeah, that's and what I do around here. That's my job. And it works. So we went to Atlanta last week for mm-hmm. the Texas High School Barbecue State Championships. We talked a little bit about it earlier this week. but mm-hmm. uh, Along with our mountain, you can't forget. And our mountain. Greg Powers came yeah. with us. Uh, he will feature prominently in this. <laughs> um, we had an unbelievable time at the Texas High School Barbecue State Championships, uh, and we captured a little bit of video for you. So here it is, our recap of the 2021 Texas High School Barbecue State Championships here on Texas Football Today. The Texas State Barbecue Champions Championship. I get to try 20 different chickens. Can you see how happy I am? I'm stuttering. It's so amazing. Incredible. I've never seen this happen. About five years ago, the, one of the culinary teachers at Burner High School reached out to me. I was the president of an adult barbecue cooking association at the time, and they wanted to put on a, a high school competition, but they wanted to kind of mirror it around the way the adults did their competitions, so I got with him, and we had our first competition at Burner High School six years ago now. There is an incentive on our weekly uh, uh, regional competitions. A Scottsdale School of Culinary Arts gives a scholarship away to the first three place teams for each student. And then here at the state this weekend, we're giving away, Escafe again is giving away scholarships to the first three place teams. And then we also at High School Barbecue are giving away about $10,000 worth of scholarships as well. Okay, so what's the secret to good beans? Can't tell you that. Can you give me a small hint? Um, salt pork's really good in beans, I will say that. But you have to, like, char it first, like, a little bit, like, get it kind of crispy. And then you put the salt pork and the grease in there. You can't, you have to have neighboring flavors. Like, you can't have, like, too wild of crazy stuff. Like, you can't have, um... Like, on meat, you can have, like, spicy and sweet. Beans, you can't do that. It's either, either or with that one, yeah. Who's some of the best beans I'm very confident, my game. Sir, Mr. Powers. Mr. Powers, can do you have a moment? You have a moment? Yeah. Hi, Mr. Powers. Man, and I'll tell you, this is the best day of my life right now. I'm living a barbecue lover's dream. 
I was judging in the semifinal round of chicken. Okay. High pressure. A lot of pressure. And the way this works is there were 61 entrants, eliminated down to like a top 40, and then it was my job to taste 20 of those 40 to help narrow that down to a top 20 so the champion could be crowned. And I got to tell you, 20 for 20, I would eat all I would eat all 20 chickens again. Like, there wasn't one that I'm like, no, that chicken's not acceptable. They were all great. What's the secret to good chicken? Keeping it moist. Okay, well, how do you do that? I can, I can tell you to do it. That's easier said than done. You can't spell your secrets. I get that. What about your chicken makes it special? Uh, the sweetness of it and the color of that, like, golden kind of amber color of it. As a novice amateur barbecue judge, I'm available at any time. So any anybody watching this interview wants to get at me, needs me to try their barbecue, I am available. Yeah, at G Power Scout, you can see the excitement, you can see the energy I'm bringing to the barbecue judging uh, field. You know, I'm excited to do it. of the five to eat? Definitely Autumn's ribs. Um, because of her, I can't eat any other ribs now, unfortunately. <laughs> I love sweet ribs, and she just makes them so good, and they're so perfect, and yeah, they're so good. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can't eat anything else. Oh my god. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. It's girl power right there, baby. <laughs> okay, how are you the secret? We'll explain. Everything. The recipe. I put love into it. It's love. Love is the secret here. How do you get the good ribs? Like, what, what, what do you do to make sure that the ribs come out right? Make sure you're wrapping them and make sure the seasoning is on point. You are the coach here, Lincoln? I am the barbecue coach. Actually, we're just welding teams and we took over the barbecue about three years ago. Uh, we got our first time to go to state and uh, we placed eight at state. We thought, well, that's pretty cool, you know, out of 60 teams. And then we got to go to world and uh, we ended up sixth at World. That was a big eye-opener, and that's just kind of opened it up to us and other people, and we've helped other teams here actually get here, and uh, we built barbecue pits for a few other schools and done some things like that. One thing you hang your hat on. I know you're good at everything, but what's, what's the, of the five categories, which one do you hang your hat on? Well, uh, I mean, they're all as equally important, but the brisket's the tiebreaker, and that's the one you gotta have if you're, if it's close in the end, that's the one you gotta have. What's the secret to a good brisket? Patience, I'd say. What's the secret to a good brisket? Uh, time management of cooking, keep it controlling your heat, your fire, uh, how much smoke you put into it. Um, just, just paying attention to what's going on while you're cooking. 
then, what's the secret to a good brisket? Uh, keeping your heat. Power management. You gotta get cut with the grain. Get nice seasoning, good injection, and your money right there. I'm pretty bad at barbecuing. Give me a tip. What can I do to uh, to improve my barbecue skills? Honestly, watch YouTube videos. That's what I did to improve, and it it worked for me. I grilled my first or smoked my first rack of ribs off of a YouTube video, and it turned out pretty well. Just like look up YouTube videos, I guess. <laughs> to be honest, like uh, Gateway Drummers, they're pretty good about that stuff. What's your favorite of the five categories to eat? Oh man, dessert, look at me. <laughs> you never, you never trust a skinny cook. <laughs> there it is, our trip to the Texas High School Barbecue State Championships in beautiful Lano, Texas. Good job, Pickle, editing that, putting all that together. Thanks. Good it was work. that was a fun piece to put together. Um, yeah, I would say that you know there there's things you have to do here that like editing <laughs> that are you're like oh god I gotta do this again yeah but like that's probably one like oh okay no oh yeah no I mean you want to get down to like yeah like the state championship picks videos where there's twelve of them that starts to get like a likes to grind a little bit okay but being able to edit stuff like this makes up yeah. for that so it works uh, it was. Uh, uh, it was an in incredible experience down there. We had such a great time. Our thanks to everybody, obviously, that we talked to who let us bother them. Mm -hmm. um, and then, of course, uh, the board there, Tech, uh, High School Barbecue Incorporated, uh, and their president, Chuck Schoenfeld, and, 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 and everybody let us be a part of that, crash their party. It, we, we had an incredible time down there. And uh, we'll be back. We'll be back. Oh, absolutely. That was, uh, <laughs> that was a lot of fun uh, down there. And, and, yeah, like you got to see – like the rigs that these get that some of these teams have like, yeah like, it's not just a little charcoal grill like no, you said it's uh <laughs> these are serious this is serious business and 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 every you know one of the things that i thought was going to be was very interesting was there was a real i don't know you you kind of sense that teamwork for all of these teams that mm -hmm. they were like that that yeah you know we talk with one of the girls and she's like well my specialty is my beans like I'm really good at my beans mm -hmm. and there would be another uh, another guy who'd be like oh well you know I'm the guy who does the chicken mm -hmm. like the chicken is is my specialty and so it's a, it's a team sport it's a team sport is what it is right and and it's fun <laughs> it's fun to see them and and what I thought like I think you could sense the passion you could sense that everyone's out there having a good time right it, it was there's a just a lot to like about this well event. and it's really cool too because you can tell like these are these are kids that are able to participate with each other in so many different things. Cause like, like Rankin, they're the welding team as yeah. well. So they're, they're all year and then they do barbecue and then, you know, they're in 4-H or doing livestock and, shows. And by so the way, I recognize, like, I, I think a couple of those names I recognize from playing football. You yeah, know exactly. I mean? Like, a lot like of the Van, uh, the Van Vleck guys. Yeah. Uh, what was it? Burn offerings. Is that yeah, what it's called? Burn offerings. Burn offerings. Um, three they, linemen and then the tight end. Yeah. Three linemen <laughs> and a tight end. So, um, and, you know, I also thought that it was – it's really cool that – you know, when we mentioned this on Tuesday, I thought it was really cool that uh, it was probably about a quarter quarter girls. You yeah. know what I mean? And I think that, you know, we spent a lot of time talking here on, on uh, about football, needless to say. Uh, but, you know, there are some girls who play football, mm -hmm. but, like, it's fundamentally a boy sport. You know right. what I mean? Like, like it's, it's 99 – over 99% mm -hmm. male. 
Um, it's super cool to see, you know, the, 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 the girls out there, you know, alongside the guys and, and competing and, and mm-hmm. doing, doing big things. And the fact that it's, there were six, a schools competing with one, a yes. schools and there was no, there's no classification. No. It's every man like for themselves. I mean, and you so saw, that's really cool. yeah, I mean, you saw like when we were running through the standings, it was uh-huh. like, it was like Rankin was a team that had won a bunch of different regionals. That's a one, a school. And mm-hmm. then one of the teams that won the, the grand championship this year was a six, a school in the yep. Tascosita, right? Um, just very, very cool to go down there, and and I cannot recommend it highly enough. Uh, the Texas High School Barbecue State Championships uh, there in Lano. It was it was an incredible experience, and we really appreciate our hosts down there for letting us be a part of it. Mm-hmm. And all the food was incredible. Yes, <laughs> I guess we should probably not bury the lead. Everything we tried was super good. It was so good. And um, I don't know. It was it these these kids know what they're doing, mm-hmm. and it makes me feel like a wholly inadequate inadequate cook. Yeah, but uh, that's, that's <laughs> part gonna, of the fun. And this will be this can be final thoughts. Sure, we'll move on. Uh, the Ed had asked, um, was everyone who attended the barbecue event allowed to sample the barbecue? And realistically, I mean, so here's here's the way that it worked: is that basically I'll, we'll take ribs for an example. Yes. ribs were where we got the best. We we showed up in time for to see kind of the whole. We ribs got to process. sample a lot of ribs. <laughs> so, I believe you turn in ten ribs. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe a dozen, something like that. You turn in your best 10, mm-hmm. okay? Well, to get your best 10, you're probably going to do... You're doing a couple different two racks. Two to three racks? Yeah. And so, after what we found out from our, for our edification <laughs> was after we were able to move... After, after they sent in their stuff, yes. they had a bunch of stuff left over... And that's the time uh-huh. to strike. And the that's un- the time to make sure you have a camera and say, hey, hey you can we interview be on you? Because every person says, yeah, sure, we'll trade you a rib. A and rib. there you go. And the other thing that was funny and we loved it was all the parents that were out there watching or just people from the school or whatever, they all had brought their own little like grills oh, yeah. and they were out there grilling burgers and stuff for all the parents that were hanging out we were and over, siblings. We were over at one of them and they were talking about how they did pancakes in the morning and then they were doing burgers and stuff like that. I mean, it's just a whole a kind of tailgate mm-hmm. it's it's fundamentally like tailgating competition which is awesome yes and it was a lot of fun. i mean don't get me wrong everyone's out there to win everybody's doing their stuff and there are moments especially like with the carving and mm-hmm. stuff like that you could hear i left there's a the there, sound where you could hear the coaches going okay like stick to the commitment with the knife like there was coaching there's, going on. there's a sense of uh intensity that that adds up at certain times and then but yeah with the coaches like we talked with robert mcclure from rankin uh-huh. um and stuff like that and there was another coach that like i think they were cutting and 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 i i just kind of asked i was like so you can't do anything he's like yeah i can't do anything I, I have to sit here it's killing them. You know yeah. what I mean? They're like, oh it's, my gosh, gosh. It's, oh. Yeah, it's a lot like it's a lot like a golf coach, honestly. Like they yeah. can be there and they can watch and stuff, and they can maybe give you like one pointer, but that's about it. They've got yeah. to stay in their cart and just sit there and watch you. Also, uh, Miss Carrie from Rankin yes. is, is watching. Great. And she uh, she commented about the hat too. You got yes. you got to take home a I got an to take home awesome a Rankin hat, hat. <laughs> a Rankin hat and a Rankin shirt, and I've been wearing both of them um, with pride. Um, I'm, I'm, that's, that's all I, all I want now. All I want now are, <laughs> are barbecue team gear. Yes. <laughs> it's, it. When you get back on Twitter, is that going to be it's your ju- will I'm, run for barbecue? I'm just, sure. That's uh, yes. I'll just run for your barbecue. Team. <laughs> it's great. Uh, an exceptional time, an unbelievable event. Yes. And we, we really appreciate our hosts down there. Uh, that will be up on YouTube by the way. And we'll put it on our site as well. So if you missed it, you can run it back.
that's going to do it for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And, of course, see us at texasfootball.com. Uh, thanks to Corey Hogue for being our guest. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please meet your Player of the Year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow for Friday show on Texas Football Today. Oh. <laughs>